0: Hello. Hello. Ah, salaam and good evening to you, worthy friend.
1: Please, please come closer. Uh, too
0: close. A little too close.
2: Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Disney Brit Radio Show Live on Orlando Sky Radio. It's good to see you all once again. And joining me as always around our very, very big round table is Kez. Hello, Kez.
1: Hi, how are you?
2: I'm alright, how are you? I'm
1: good, thank you. I've
2: not spoken to you for a little while.
1: I know.
2: <laughs> clearly been very busy with lots of rehearsals and stuff.
1: No, mainly work, unfortunately, Poor <laughs> rehearsals oh, so much. Okay.
2: That's a shame. And, um... Also, Alan. Hello, Alan. Yeah, right, I didn't get the big...
3: You know, there was no excitement there. It was just, and Alan.
2: I know, because well, you're just Alan. Aren't you? <laughs> just
3: Alan. That's just, my, my new Twitter account. Just Alan. Juz
2: just is listening. Hello, Juz. But Juz has very, very, very busy time at work at the moment, so he can't sort of come and say hello and join in and stuff, which is a shame. But, you know, boss won't like him. He's he. that's what happens when you have, like, a proper job, Yeah. Um which we quite clearly don't have. And, oh, uh, no, yourself. Nah, I'm joking. <laughs> you. I have a proper job.
1: I was working till 4 a.m. this morning. No, well, she didn't Got start. Got three hours sleep and had to get up again.
2: She didn't start till three, but, um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's it's good to have you all here and to say hello and speak to everybody and uh, do another live show. And uh, we've got some great stuff for you, as always. We've got a load of news and rumours to bring you from Walt Disney World and also some Disneyland Paris stuff, which Alan's trying to get his head around the money sort of thing. I can't one, believe which, I got given that bit of Well, news. you know, we thought we'd give it to you because you're <laughs> like the cleverest one out of all of us, quite clearly. <laughs> and also... Um, with the sort of the invention of the interactive queue and with so many things that have happened with uh, things like uh, the Haunted Mansion and Space Mountain, we're going to look at which three attractions do we think should have uh, an interactive queue and don't. So, which should be the next three uh, attractions that are kind of overdue for that interactive queue? Um, you can, of course, get in contact with us. Of course, we are live on Orlando IDO. Radio. You can come and contact us at uh, com also you can contact us via twitter we've got our twitter account all ready to receive all your wonderful messages you can join in the conversations over there as well uh and also facebook you can contact us via facebook so we're on all of those things for you to uh come and get in contact with us as we do the show so um i suppose really we should do some news and rumors before we do uh how excited are we about the new fantasyland opening because um it seems to have, I don't know about you, it's been years in the making, and then suddenly it seems to have come around very, very quickly. So, uh, Kez, are we quite excited about this? I know you're off to California soon, so that's probably in the forefront of your mind.
1: <laughs> no, I'm very excited about um, seeing the new Fantasyland and hopefully um, see it next year. And, see, I'm very lucky, because I am going to California, that I get to see Little Mermaid early, because that's my absolute like, oh, must-do when yes. I go to
2: I completely forget that you're going to get Little Mermaid sort of mm. in a couple of weeks' time, which is really very, very unfair. Uh, Alan, <laughs> what about you? Because you obviously got a little girl who's going to love her princesses and all that sort of stuff. And Well,
3: yeah, I, I think it's a bit weird how it's sort of opened and stages opened very slowly. It's like a gradual thing, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it has been. And then suddenly we've got this going here and this is happening in there and this
3: isn't happening. Yeah. And um... I would have liked it to be that you go to the Magic Kingdom one day and they've taken all the boards away and the whole... Fantasyland expansion is there for you to go into rather than just
2: sort of a little bit here and there. So you'd have preferred it if they didn't have um kind of like the the previews of uh Bell's um storytime with Bell and all that sort of stuff. It just kinda happened.
3: Yeah, I would like to see a one big open thing. A bit I think like Cars Land opened up. Right, okay. That was all or nothing basically so all or nothing bear in mind that to do that you'd have to sort of wait until about 2014 for the other bits
2: and pieces excellent well that sort of segues beautifully into the news so let's get on with some disney brit news and rumors good morning sire good morning zazu checking in with the morning report fire away (laughs) Well, let's start off then with uh, possibly one of the most controversial pieces of news to come out of Walt Disney World in some time. I've been trying to know what your uh, take is on this. So, uh, Kez, do you want to share uh, what's going on at the Be Our Guest restaurant?
1: Yes, for so the first ever time in Walt Disney World history, they are actually going to serve alcohol at the Magic Kingdom um, in part of the Be Our Guest restaurant, which is obviously in a new fantasy land. Uh, they're going to be offering a French beer, Cronenberg, and staying in the general region, they offer also offer Belgian beers. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this, because it's traditional that obviously there is no alcohol, and it's a thing that Walt Disney like, introduced, because basically the whole point of the Magic Kingdom is you're supposed to be spending the day as a family and yes. not doing things like drinking. Because, yeah, there are people who can't handle their drink, and they will go there, and they will sit down have a meal they might have like four or five beers and then you know, and then that might be the day ruined especially with the florida heat as well so i think it's just a bit of a shame that they've all of a sudden decided to spoil it and another thing that i find weird about this actually is they had that statue of gaston and he had a beer yeah. barrel over his um sorry he had a shotgun over his shoulder they changed it to a beer barrel
2: so which so so no is quite weird news.
1: that they've all of a sudden said oh no we can't have gums in there but we'll have alcohol
2: Okay, so uh, this is obviously, as K says, the news of uh, alcohol being served in the Be Our Guest restaurant. The first time that alcohol's ever been served inside the magic kingdom just to give you some background onto this uh if you go to disneyland paris the european parks uh, they sell alcohol in the magic kingdom or disneyland park as it is they also sell it in um the disney studios as well whereas in walt disney world they've never sold alcohol inside the magic kingdom and this is dating back to when walt disney first sort of began to work on the projects especially with disneyland as well he kind of said look the magic kingdom is a family park it's designed for families to come out for the day i do not want alcohol served in the parks and that kind of been Mm -hmm. the mainstay that's happened for for years and years and years uh 40th anniversary you know of of walt disney world and all that's going on never sold alcohol in the park and now all of a sudden we've got um alcohol being served inside the magic kingdom and it seems to have been caused a bit of an uproar in the disney community and not only that uh, but also it seems that disney have kind of Try to sneak it into a press release without going all out and telling everybody, and I think some people are a little bit annoyed at the sneakiness of that as well. Alan, your opinion, alcohol in the Magic Kingdom, yes or no? Oh, I don't think it's a, like, a
3: major problem having alcohol in the Magic Kingdom, but what I think is a bit strange is the fact that quite early on, they um, someone asked the Imagineers, is there going to be beer served in Gaston's Tavern? And it was like, no, 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 there's going to be no alcohol. But obviously it's now got added into
2: the... Um, into the um, restaurant, yeah, That it's kind of just happened, and and they sort of said no, this won't happen. It just sounds like maybe maybe New Fantasyland's being run by a group of British politicians. Yeah, no, we won't F- do full this. Of lies. No, we won't do. Oh, we will. Yeah,
3: but I I, d- I don't think it's a major problem. You know, if, if if you have a you have a meal, you could have a glass of wine with your meal, and that's what the intention is, isn't it? It's, it's not go
2: out there for a full long session and end up I don't trip over yourself on the way out. True. And they have kind of set it in a kid's area, I suppose, to try and, in a way, prevent that. But my biggest issue with this is exactly that. The fact that Walt Disney said no in the Magic Kingdom, and for years this has been something that has been kept there. And I suppose it's one of the very few traditions that are still existing in the park. And that's now going to disappear, and we're not going to have it anymore. And and that's kind of, in a way, to me, quite a sad thing, that this, this is another tradition that Walt Disney sort of was absolutely desperate to keep, and now that's completely disappeared and totally mm. vanished. So I don't know. I'm kind of it's a kind of a shame. I think it's probably one way it's going to get all dads into the new Fantasyland to see all the princesses and everything. Come on, <laughs> come on, he love. The dad,
3: if it was in the tavern, it definitely would get the dads in the area.
2: <laughs> come on, come on, love. We'll go and take her to see uh, story time with Belle, and then you can go for a beer. That's probably the only way they're going to get them in there. So. Um, <laughs>
3: They should, they should have redirected the queue so it went through the tavern, past the beer, and then you go through a secret doorway into Bell, Bell Story Time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Anyway, um, that's being our guest restaurant, and we're going to stay in the Magic Kingdom because uh, today Disney have announced yet another interactive queue, and this is kind of where our feature has come from this week. Uh, because Big Thunder Mounting is getting its own interactive queue. We don't have a huge amount of details from the Walt Disney Company at the moment. All that we know is that the Disney Imagineers are going to now add... Uh, a new interactive queue to the Big Thunder Mountain that is supposedly going to give us some story about Big Thunder Mountain and about why it's there. And the Disney Parks blog uh, wrote, our friends at Walt Disney Imagineering just shared with us that the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad in Frontierland is next in line for such an addition. When it opens, guests will be able to participate in the story of the Big Thunder Mining Company like never before. It's guaranteed to be a blast. So, uh, Big Thunder Mountain. I, I can kind of get Space Mountain. I understand things like Haunted Mansion. That's quite quite cool anybody concerned that this might be a step too far
1: i think it might be for thunder mountain and that queue is quite um constricted if i remember
2: it is it's very restricted sort of switchbacks
3: um -hmm. you're packing a lot of people into a tight area with it as well yeah and and the queue does actually fill up to the the entrance to the queue so yeah i don't think it's a good idea
2: or do we think with the introduction now of the RFID FastPass Plus stuff that they've started testing <laughs> that that might be shortening the queues for them to be able to rework the queue to include the interactive elements? I don't Actually, think it
1: will though, because they because um, it's still just FastPass, isn't it? It's not yeah, like it
2: so. Is, it's but just
1: it's... just now it's electronic. It's not a piece of paper, and they have FastPass at the moment and still in like heat like the heat of the season. It gets to the um, entrance way. So I still don't think it's going to help. And if they put interactive elements in that queue, then it's going to make the queue worse because they're going to be taking out queuing space to put in interactive
2: bits. Right, okay. I see where you're coming from. Mm. So you don't think it's going to make any difference at all? it would be interesting to see what they're going to do with it and how it's going to work. Because the the, the thing with Space Mountain uh, is that the technology fits in really well i really like the way that they did big thunder mountain uh, not where the way that sorry um haunted mansion i just hope they're going to do the same sort of thing with haunted mansion mm. as they've done with the other stuff because my only concern is that uh, we're going to end up at a point where it's going to be a lot of technology in what is supposed to be an era where technology didn't really exist yeah just hope they think that through when that kind of happens which would be good if they did uh right let's head over to epcot and uh Finally, after the debacle of the 25th anniversary, the Walt Disney Company have decided they're going to celebrate the 30th properly, Kez.
1: Yes. So throughout the day on October 1st, guests can attend the Epcot history presentations in the World Showplace, courtesy of D23 in the official Disney fan club. These presentations are including your park admission, but there is limited seating. So they're going to discuss things like Designing the Future, which is past and present, a panel of Disney Imagineers members of... Sorry, remembers 30 years of building tomorrow. Um, Epcot, How It Changed the World with Marty Sklar. And there's going to be two showings of that one. It's 4.30 till 6 and then 6.30 till 8. Um, Guests can also attend an anniversary moment at the American Garden Theatre at 3pm, which will feature appearances by Disney legends and includes performances um, by Mariachi Cobra. Is that right? And the voices of Liberty.
2: Something like that, yeah. Mm. That sounds about right to me. And then yeah.
1: there's going to be a presentation of Illumination Reflections of Earth with a special um, 30th anniversary wow, edition okay. of it.
2: That sounds good.
1: Mm.
2: Mm. It's nice to see that they're doing something a little bit different yes. this time. Uh, I so wish I could be out there for the Marty's Club oh, presentation. That <laughs> would be amazing. The, you say there's two of them.
1: Mm-hmm. He's doing it
2: twice, isn't he? Yes. I imagine it'll be quite popular as well. Oh, massive. It'll be huge. Cause if, obviously Epcot... They're
1: peering all day for that.
3: Efcot's got quite a massive story behind it on what could have happened or what should have happened.
2: Yeah, it has, yeah. Um, and there be there must be so much stuff to talk about, pavilions that never came and all that sort of stuff.
3: I um, was about to buy on eBay actually. It was a, a souvenir guide from the first year that the park opened. Yeah. Oh. And I'm sure in, in there it talks about the sort of three other pavilions that were about to open. Yeah. And I can't remember if it was like Spain and Turkey yeah, or something like that something like that something along mm. those lines but it was, it was three pavilions that actually have never been added to the
2: to the park but it exactly. was obviously in the first year's souvenir brochure um, and to give a shout out to some friends the guys who do uh, WDW News Today they some of those guys also run a fan uh, group called WDW Celebrations which is a uh, an opportunity for people to get together and enjoy a commemorative event. And they've been doing it since the 25th. It was actually these guys that made the 25th happen because they decided they want to do something because nobody else was, uh, they're doing an event called celebration 30 and you can still go over to wdwcelebrations.com and you can check out all of that stuff there. Uh, the, with the late registration, everything's still going on. So do head over there and check that out. If you've not had the chance to already. Um, also, uh, just again our sponsors touringplans.com um, really going to be really useful on that day as well I think because the park's going to be absolutely rammed and those touring mm-hmm. plans really really will work that day just to go back we've had a message um, from uh, Beth Peterson who uh, does she think alcohol in the magic kingdom is a good idea her response was no plain and simple there we go so she doesn't think it's <laughs> a good idea at all uh, right that's our 30th anniversary and oh, it's, it's Alan's turn Alan what's going yeah. on the test track
3: Well, basically they've updated the cars at Test Track and Disney have released in a sneak peek photo what the vehicles are going to look like and I've spent ages trying to find out what the difference was and the only difference is the graphics, isn't it? They've got more of a Tron-style feel to them. Yeah, they're very much uh, a little bit more futuristic than the old ones. Yeah, the others looked very much like sort of crash test dummy-style modular vehicles. These ones have got... Nice uh, fancy th- pinstriping on, and um, as I say, look very Tron like. Mm. Very Tron like. Even though it. I've never seen it. And you've never <gasps> seen. What?
2: Oh. Seriously?
3: Yeah. i wow. hate to say I had the option to get like, my movie reward points this- today. And you
2: didn't get it. Oh, I got Jake oh, and the Neverland Pirates instead. Oh, seriously, Alan? <laughs> you've just disappointed me. You've just gone down in my estimation. <laughs> Well, start I don't, I don't know if you should Alan. be part of the team if you haven't yeah. seen Tron. Hang on, I'll just cut him off. Where is he? Where is <laughs> I can't believe you've not seen. Right, your Tron. next
1: Disney movie rewards, you have to get Tron. It's yeah. amazing. Uh-oh.
2: Have you seen Tron Legacy? No. <gasps> I was there opening day. Tron Legacy, there, three awesome. D, <laughs> awesome, loved it. I can't believe you've not seen *Tron Legacy* either. Please send some abuse via Twitter <laughs> at Disney. Please do it now. Oh. Uh, we've had another comment in from Waspy Five Hundred. Says no to Big Thunder Mountain. Uh It's great as it is, and a big no to booze in any form in the Magic Kingdom. Looks, Alan, like you are the only one who wants <laughs> wants alcohol in the Magic Kingdom, which just tells us more about you than about anything else. Uh, maybe. <laughs> um,
3: so yeah, but anyway, guess we'll be able to enter the the test track thing and have a fantastic new experience in the new sim cards which they're going to be called
2: yes not sim cards sim um, cards <laughs> they'll be very tiny sit a sim card uh, Sim cars. That's what we're looking at. Um, okay. If you want to see some photos of them, you can head over to DisneyBrit.com right now, and you can see the photos of those. And why not tweet us at DisneyBrit, email us podcast at DisneyBrit.com or even contact us on Facebook and tell us what you think. And if you let us know, we'll let everybody else know before the end of the show. But before then, we're going to take a quick break, and we are going to um, come back with some more Disney news and rumors. But... That will be after this short message.
0: Attraction Tickets Direct is the UK's number one ticket provider for Disney, Universal and the worlds of Discovery Parks. They offer unbeatable prices and expert advice on all the major tickets and attractions in Orlando, California and Paris. The service Attraction Tickets Direct provides is second to none. Lines are open 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. seven days a week. Customers receive real tickets, not vouchers, within seven days. And there are no hidden extras, such as credit card fees or posted surcharges. Now that's what you call great service. Log on to www.AttractionTicketsDirect.com or call toll-free On 0800 975 0002. We have visual contact. Go, go, go. Make way for the pig. Howdy, partners. Climb aboard. Carnivores versus pork bellies. You're on, old school. Your mission get there. The all-new attraction, Toy Story Mania. It's 4D, which is one better than 3D. security! Ah. works every time. Now, at Disney's Hollywood Studios. You're listening to the Disney Brit Radio Show. Your host, Adam.
2: Oh, don't you love High Musical? No, just yes. me. Okay. <laughs> I've got it on my points. You got it on the points. points. Did you really? Did you get it on the points? I did. But you didn't get Tron. didn't get Tron. But you got (laughs) High School school Musical. musical.
3: (laughs) Jake and the Neverland Pirates
2: and no Tron. Wow. Okay, right, let's carry on with some news then. And we're heading over to Disney Hollywood Studios. And we're looking at uh, some news about Wreck-It Ralph.
1: Yeah, so in the long-standing tradition of new characters that appear at the Art of Animation in Disney Hollywood Studios, they're going to have the characters from Wreck-It Ralph, which is the um, new 3D computer-generated film coming out in November. And so as of November, you can meet these um, characters in, a, in their temporary home. And they said on the Disney blog um, that you're going to be able to meet Ralph and, oh, I don't know how to say this, uh, Loop. uh, That sounds good. You're supposed
2: to be into computers. You're you're a computer person. You should know this.
1: Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Penelope, in the parks, would be just as fun. At the magic of Disney animation attraction in Disney Hollywood Studios, you'll step through Game Central Station, catching glimpses of various game worlds from the film, on your way to Sugar Rush, which is um, like a... A car racing game which it's is all set of... where all the streets made of sweets it's and little cookies it's a bit
2: Mario Kart in a way isn't it
1: it's a bit like Mario Kart yeah with cookies and sweets and things yeah. so Vanellope and Ralph are waiting to meet you at the finish line so I think that'd be pretty cool
2: and also the thing we have to mention I think to people is um, that there are some characters that are appearing that are very well known including Sonic the Hedgehog mm-hmm. And Bowser. Yeah. No, I didn't
1: think Sonic was going to be in it, was he? I think it was, was it Dr. Eggman?
2: Yeah, no, Sonic apparently doesn't Sonic appear. as well? Yeah, and. Because um, I knew they couldn't
1: get Mario and Luigi because Nintendo charged the Earth for it and yeah. they said, no way.
2: No, apparently, um, Sonic is in it and there's a point where he's in part of the scene and he falls over, and when he falls over, a load of rings come out
1: awesome ah. see
2: how cool is that but yeah you've got dr Eggman in there you've got some you've the street got, fighter guys uh,
1: clyde the orange ghost from pac-man that's
2: right he's in there um there's loads of really great baddies in there uh which i'm like really i kind of it makes me think it's this is modern day who frame roger rabbit mm. definitely yeah. i'm really when, excited when i saw the first trailer i thought this is absolutely awesome this is And Mm. from what I understand from some of the preview screenings that have happened and some of the sort of uh, test screenings and things like that that people have seen, there is a real buzz at the moment about this uh, film and that uh, it's expected to do really, really well. And I can't wait. I I just, again, getting it in November in uh, in America. We don't get it in February uh, until February in the UK. And I can't wait to see. I'm desperate to go and see this film sooner rather than later. Mm. Uh, because it oh. just it's such a clever idea. Um, it is.
3: I've just found out a list of all the cameos that are going to be in it. Go on then got what we got as the cameos. We've got um, Chun-Li and Kami from Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, tell <laughs> us got... the
2: character names and let's see if we can guess who they are. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, so
3: we got um, Chun-Li, yeah. It's a, bit, it's a bit a bit harder to guess them, but okay. Inky, Blinky and Pinky. Pac-Man,
1: yeah. the ghosts.
3: You've got
2: uh, Frogger from Frogger. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've got Paperboy. Paperboy? Oh, no way, it's Paperboy in it. That's I love that game as a kid. Okay, Paperboy's in um, it. You've got someone called Smoke.
1: Mortal Kombat.
3: Correct. Wow. Okay. Um, and you've also got Paddle One and Paddle Two. That's Ping or Pong, is it? Pong Pong. pong. That's yeah. brilliant. Dig Doug and a couple others, but you know I think it's brilliant how have are reference in sort of modern mm. life, really. Although
2: Pong is quite old, but that's awesome. I didn't realise it had that many cameos in it. I'm so looking forward to this film. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I'm not going to fly over to America to see it, because, <laughs> but I'm <laughs> waiting for six here. months for it to come over here. Yeah, I will be there first day, first showing. I'll be at the, at the cinema. Although yeah. Zangief might be in it. Zangief, Street, Street Fighter, Street Fighter. Okay, there it. See, I wasn't that into games when I was a kid, which oh, right. is a shame. But there we go. <laughs> right, so and uh, to
1: top it all off, um, John C. Riley is the voice of Wreck-it Ralph. He's he amazing.
2: is. He was in, oh, he's been in sort of stuff. Chicago was. The um, Brothers. Yep, yeah, The Brothers, all that sort of stuff as well. So that's cool. So I'm looking yeah. forward to that. That'll be cool. Right, let's head over to downtown Disney then, because uh, they're celebrating yet another movie release, which is another one I'm really looking forward to seeing. And that's Tim Burton's Frankenweenie. He uh, created a Disney short, or well, it's a short movie quite a few years ago now, and he's now created a full length feature. And if you're headed over to downtown Disney over this next weekend, 28th of September to the 30th, then you can enjoy the Frankenweenie weekend, which is going to have loads of really, really great stuff going on. Just to uh, tell you what's happening uh, at the event itself. You're going to get the following. Um, it says, Did you hear there's a special Franco celebration happening? And you're invited to come down ready uh, for the event when the uh, film kicks off on October the 5th uh, with some great stuff, including 3D sneak peek, photos, treats, and the first ever Walt Disney World Resort appearance of Jack and Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. Now, AMC's Downtown Disney 24 are also going to be uh, helping to celebrate. You can purchase a six dollars ticket for an exclusive screening of The Nightmare Before Christmas, Alice in Wonderland, and get an extended 3D sneak preview of Frankenweenie beforehand. And the nightly schedule is as follows. You've got Nightmare Before Christmas at 4.15, Alice in Wonderland at 6.30, Nightmare Before Christmas at 8, and Alice in Wonderland again at 10.30. And also, each night between 6 and... And 11pm, they've got the New Holland Pet Cemetery picture spot, which is going to be presented by HT HGTV. You've got obviously the Jack and Sally we've mentioned. There's some Frankenweenie inspired merchandise at D Street, and some special treats and beverages, including Frankenfusion lemonade and Frankenweenie hot dogs, plus loads more. So uh, if you're thinking about heading down to that, do let us know what's going on. It's say like six to eight pm uh 28th the 30th of September this weekend at Downtown Disney West Side that sounds awesome oh, i want to mm. and enjoy that right that's all the news we've got for um all of the parks but we still got some other little bits of merchandise news including uh this from KES, which is the one piece of news i've been waiting for for quite some time
1: it is like the most amazing vinylmation release ever mm-hmm. Um, they're releasing the Haunted Mansion Vinylmation sets finally um, and this is from the Disney blog it says I love visiting the Haunted Mansion in the fall as there's something extra special about the attraction during the Halloween season at the Disney parks perhaps that is the reason why we waited until September to release the much anticipated Vinylmation Haunted Mansion Series 1 the limited release mystery series has been in development for over a year and contains a handful of the 999 Happy ha- Haunts. I spoke with Disney Design group artist Casey Jones about how he selected the characters for the series. and It basically goes on to say that they um, took characters representing each of the scenes because obviously it would be very difficult to include lots of the different ones because you're restricted to um, 12 and then a mystery chaser. Yeah, that's right. Um, but oh, these look absolutely fantastic! And uh, looking down, the one of the bride and one of the sea captain. It looks like they're using the old mold again with the Mickey nose, which is yes. quite interesting.
2: Yeah, it does seem that they are doing.
1: Which is good because the new mold is not good. <laughs> and there's anything. also there's going to be special events at Sea uh, Street in um, downtown Disney West Side on Friday, the twenty first of September. So unfortunately, that's gone. Yeah, that's but safe. they. We're showing one-off um, vinyl mations, the custom vinyl designed by Casey, the big nine-inch ones. And there's, some, if you go to the website, there are these brilliant pictures further down of some of the custom ones that have been done. And there's one; it's like a bat holding uh, two candles with a stretching room portrait in it. Is it stretching room portrait? I, I think it think?
2: is. Yeah, I think yep. that's what it is.
1: And it looks absolutely fantastic. I'd love that. I'd pay good money <laughs> for that vinyl mation.
2: Well, my favourite. You pl- would pay good money.
1: Yes, probably. I reckon about. You're, six, you're going seven, to
2: pay good money, 100%. I think. My favourite part is. about that release is it fact that, as you said, that uh, that there's so many they can create that mm. this is the first of a series of vinyl mation releases for Haunted Mansion, and uh, I, and sadly, I've been told in my household, oh, you're going to have to get them, aren't you? <laughs> so I said, uh, yes, I think I am going to have to get them. So there you go that. That kind of gives me official. Um, right to, to going yeah why them. not so that's exactly what i'm gonna do there we go yeah, sure. so <laughs> that's, that's the first set uh, that's gonna be coming out and hopefully hopefully there's gonna be a lot lot yes. more on its way as well right uh okay that is all of the Walt disney world and Vinylmation news and as always we jump on a plane we fly over to disneyland paris and we find out just what's going on at the Disneyland Paris. Uh, resort because we are a uk-based show so we like to talk about our local park as well so alan do you want to explain a little bit more about what's going on at disneyland paris i'll i'll, I'll try my best because yeah this is well, this just, is quite complicated so you know this is
3: this is ridiculous really disneyland paris obviously it's it's been it's world famous for being in poor financial state. okay Um so over the years they've very, they've refinanced the way that the company works and they've Sort of extended loans, borrowed more money, etc., from various different areas. Now, what they've decided to do is they've decided to refinance 1.3 billion to try and help the company move along. And basically, I'm I sort of skimming through this a bit, but um, I'll just I'll read read a bit of it. It says the supervisory board of the Euro Disney Associates SCA met today and approved the transaction. With this refinancing, the group's average interest rate on the debt decreases meaningfully. Oh, blah, blah. You know, it's it's the most confusing thing in the world anyway. But basically what they're going to do is they're going to extend their current debts and not have to pay them back, back in full until 2030. Um, and another, I suppose, important bit to it, which I've, I've lost now. <laughs> oh, yeah. right. Okay. What they're going to do is they're going to be paying back a smaller sum initially. I think it was about... Two hundred and fifty million euros, it was around that figure. And yes, they're gonna be like then sort of having a higher rate of interest on a, a further part. I think that's that's how it's working. And basically what that's gonna do is it's gonna mean that they've got more money to spend in the short term. Right, okay, they're gonna repay two two hundred and seventeen million euros of debt within mm-hmm. the next five years, mm-hmm. which is less than what was they're supposed to. And that's yes. gonna basically give them another two hundred and twenty five million euros to play with. And spend money on the parks but one of the interesting facts is that it's however they refinance this it's not going to affect the royalties that are due to the Walt Disney Company under the license agreement
2: now does anybody else think that this might be happening because of exactly that that there might not be royalties owned to the Walt Disney Company for much longer because the Walt Disney Company might own Disneyland Paris
3: I, I would mm. like to think so yeah because it's it's the one thing that is in my view, it is missing from the Disneyland Park. Yeah. The fact that the Disney company own it. Mm. Um, yeah. And I think if they do get control of it, they're not going to be demanding as much money back to them. No. Which will help the company out financially because obviously that's one of the repayments they've got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a big step they've got, to, they've got to make and they've got to make sure that the finances are ready for them to take it over, if they are going to take it over. Exactly,
2: and I sort of wonder whether that's, you know, this is the plan, that this will happen, and then that means that they're now in a situation where they're happy with everything that's going on, and they can then proceed with taking over. Kaz, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I'd love to see Walt Disney Company totally own Disneyland Paris, and I think obviously then they'll have more control on what goes on there, and um, obviously because there wouldn't be so much money like outstanding and stuff, and they won't owe money to people, then they've got more money to spend on getting some of the um, like more more of the uh, American tractions over yeah, should be
3: good, I think the way they 're refinancing it this time as well is they 've actually got a proper structure there where they they 're looking to refinance it with various stepped yeah. interest mm. payments, yeah, whereas one of the ways that Michael Eisner did it years ago was that when they realized that they couldn 't pay the debts back at the right time, the sort of um the shareholders on the banks that would loan the money. Mm was about to kick off because they wanted their money mm. and Michael Eisner said right okay well you either give us some breathing space or we just wrap the whole thing up and you lose all you your lose money lose everything yeah. mm. so um, they gave them breathing space because they obviously <laughs> wanted the money back in the long term but this, this seems a lot more structured way of doing it um, mm. and obviously a lot more transparent than what it has been in the past yeah definitely
2: okay well there we go. That is all of our Disney news and rumours. Before we uh, move on, just one more message over on Facebook. Kirsty Shaw put no leave one thing that our dear Walt wanted. It's not the right thing to do. I sure as hell don't have time to drink in the Magic Kingdom. Very good point. So uh, there's all our news and rumours. We are going to take another break. And coming up in a few moments' time, it is the Red Box Conversation. <laughs> Hi everyone, this is Craig Duncan. Please come and join me for my soul show every Sunday at 9 o'clock UK, 4pm Eastern. You'll only find me on Orlando Sky Radio. Come by and say hi. Want to keep up to date with all the latest Disney news and rumors? Then make sure to check out www.disneybrit.com, your number one source for the magical world of Disney.
0: Yeehaw! Hello everyone, this is Yeehaw Bob Jackson from Walt Disney's Port Orleans Riverside Resort. And I'm giving a big shout out to all my friends listening to Orlando Sky Radio.
2: Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi, is this the red telephone box in Epcot? Yes.
0: Red
2: telephone box. How, thank you for picking up. This is the Disney Brit radio show from the UK, and we just like ring people and say hello to them if they pick up the phone. So, hello. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. And, and, where are you from?
0: and where are you from?
2: I'm from Florida. Wow, so you're a local? Yes. And are you visiting for the day? Are you on vacation? We are on vacation. Wow, well, with the family? Oh, well, that's very good news. Is there a lot of Portuguese people around at all? I've spoke to lots of Portuguese people recently. Um, I don't really know. Um, I can't tell. No, I suppose unless they speak Portuguese, you can't.
0: Yeah, I don't
2: know what language is what. So, uh, uh where, what are you doing today? Where are you going now? Where are you heading to? We, we are heading to whatever country is after the United Kingdom. So in which direction? You've got Canada one way. The other You're way. going the I other, think other one. France. It is indeed France. Yeah, go to the the, the boulangerie, the pâtisserie there and get one of their cakes. They're amazing. Okay, great. Well, I shall leave you to enjoy the rest of your vacation. Thank you for picking up the phone. It's obviously kind of you. You're welcome. Okay, I will speak to you later.
0: Okay, have a nice day. You
2: too. Bye. <laughs>
0: Gorsh, howdy, this is your old pal Goofy, and no one's here right now to take your call, so (laughs) call back later or uh, leave a message. Even better.
2: This is the Disney Brit Radio Show, live on Orlando Sky Radio. Don't forget you can contact us by uh, using Twitter at Brit, by emailing us podcast at DisneyBrit.com, and via Facebook, as people have been doing already throughout the show. Well, we've done our news and rumours, and uh, where we were talking about earlier big Thunder Mountain, get their new interactive queue, and it got me thinking... Which attractions in Walt Disney World should have an interactive queue, but haven't got one yet, and why? So what I asked guys to do was to come up with three attractions that don't currently have an interactive queue that should. Now, to give you an idea of what we've got at the moment, we've got Space Mountain has its own interactive queue, as does Dumbo, which uh, has its sort of big circus tent. Uh, Haunted Mansion currently has one. Uh, In the process of being finished are Peter Pan, and also, Big Thunder Mountain's about to start as well. So we're not going to include any of those whatsoever. So, what have we got? Alan, do you want to start us off with uh, with one of your three?
3: Um, right, okay. Well, I think... Now, bear in mind that I um, I misread the instructions and I'm just starting to wing it now. I <laughs> think uh, uh, it's Kilimanjaro it. Safaris. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. that was that one
1: too. of mine. Okay, that's fine,
3: that's fine. Um, because obviously, it is one of these rides or attractions that has a massive queue at mm-hmm. times. Yep. And you need something a bit bit better than Wilson pulling you across the, uh, the queue. <laughs>
2: we do yeah, have some like, video screens, don't we?
3: You, you've got the video screens, but it doesn't quite cut it, I don't think. You want slight little exhibits that you can see little, I don't know, I dare say you could have skulls, bones, and mm. all things, not necessarily just dead animals, but all sorts <sighs> of things that you could get hands on. Um, a bit like what they've got around the rest of the Magic ki- Not Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, but in that queue area.
2: Okay, what would you put in the queue area?
3: Um, I think it would be interesting to... and it, Maybe this sounds a bit weird. Be able to touch the animals. Okay. F- for example, for, for kids, I think it would be interesting to find out what elephant skin felt like. Or
2: zebra <laughs> or giraffe. <laughs> so are you... Suggesting we kill animals for interactive cues. <laughs> <very> <laughs> so. <laughs> so we've got the to one section,
3: then we've got the skin. <laughs> and then you can end up with a like, culinary section. No, only joking. <laughs> okay. No, I, th- I, th- I think, you know, or you could have um, sort of people there teaching you about the animals a bit more. That would be good. You could have maybe... Z- you can have actually live exhibits next
2: to the, the queue what? area. So, like, the cast that walk around with smaller animals, so the monkeys mm. and the parrots and that sort of stuff, could be in the queue. But yeah. no snakes or spiders. So African-related animals, because that would kind of fit them with the, the whole safari theme. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. We can have black boxes where put your hand inside and see what you find. <laughs> no. Uh, Kaz, what would you suggest then? Because Kilimanjaro Safaris is clearly one you've chosen. Mm-hmm. So what would you um, put on yours?
1: I would probably do something, again, educational. So have maybe like a trivia game like running through it or like, so whether that be like a video touchscreen thing, like various points along the way or um, just like the good old fashioned wooden sign type things that you get at sea life centres that okay. say like how like many years does an elephant live and things like that.
2: Oh right, okay. I've got you, yeah, So it'd be interactive in the sense that it's like lift up panels and
1: yeah. So either that or like video screen like trivia. But okay, that. But quite I do cool. like the idea of having like um, people walking around with like the small animals.
2: Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so small animals, interactive things. Okay. Yeah, educational. Cool. Stuff. You guys have gone for um for an animal kingdom. Killer kind of Safari, and I've, I've not gone for that one, actually, surprisingly enough. I suppose I thought I would have done, but I didn't. Uh, I'm starting off in Pirates of the Caribbean just because I think there could be some really, really cool stuff in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, obviously, there's, there's quite a big queue area, and there's plenty of hidden things that they can play around with. So, when I'm thinking about interaction, I'm talking about, like, hidden buttons or hidden things that you can do in the queue that might make a difference. So, for example, it'd be great if you there was a secret button or secret Something near the chessboard where, when you pressed something or wave something, then the, the actual two players would appear in ghost form over the chessboard. Oh, cool. Or um, no there could be like um, cannons, you could put cannons in, of which, um, and uh, I'm kind of well, I'm, I'm kind of stealing a bit of an idea from uh, Legoland where in Windsor, where you can make something happen even if you're in a different part. So, we could have like cannons of which people could press buttons and they could shoot jets of air out of the cannons. Oh, so that'd be funny. Jump, Which would be quite cool. <laughs> and, like that. and they've got like um, these, I don't know what you call them, like that's like mummies uh, of which have, um, it's like mummies' tombs which have no arms. Uh, in them, so you can actually suddenly put your arms through and scare the people on the other side gosh. and stuff like that. <laughs> so, um, you can have those sort of things as well, just to make it a little bit different. Because the, the thing is, it's so dark in there that at times it, people can get a little bit bored and stuff and uh, yeah. not have anything to do. So, that was sort of part of the mm. I want to go for a, a bit of a classic attraction and put something like that in there. Okay, we'll go to Kez next first because. um Clearly, Alan's probably going to steal her next one as well. <laughs> uh, you can put an extra one in if you want to, just because he stole <laughs> one of his, yours.
1: I've gone for Everest.
2: Everest, okay. I think that'd be wicked. You could British have like, loads of stuff.
1: I know they've got all the cool like things that you can look at, um, yeah. and that queue does get... So I have been in the standby line like, once, and it and was a nightmare, but it was good to see everything.
2: And you just stolen one of mine, can I just point out? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.
1: <laughs> Shouldn't have let me go first. No,
2: I shouldn't. Have been, should I? Like, I thought I'd be you kind. go first
1: next time. I'll be kind and <laughs> let you go
2: time. and then you've just stolen one of mine. I can't believe it.
1: But I think it'd be wicked to have like cool like yeti stuff and maybe like some kind of uh y uncover the mystery of the yeti type game running through <sighs> oh, the key. Oh, that would be cool. Hmm.
2: But there's so much stuff. That, that's kind of one of the reasons I went for Everest, because there's already so much stuff in the Everest queue that they could turn into interactive elements.
1: It could be, like, um, you know, uh, Agent P now in Epcot. Yeah. Where you have, like, the little interactive things, and as you go past and then because, as you said, you've got all the exhibits there already. You can have little bits in there that interact, and secret things like little boxes open in the thing, hmm. in the cabinets and stuff.
2: So that'd be really good. I I kind of like that idea of, because of, at the minute, although it looks really, really fantastic, I don't find myself taking much of the information in as I'm queuing through it. Mm-hmm. Not as much as I'd possibly like to. And if they made it into something that was quite interactive in that sense, I think that would be quite cool and be a good way to get people to sort of enjoy what is, um, part of that exhibition in mm-hmm. some way or another. That would be, that would be awesome. But, um, We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. That'd be cool, though. There's definitely plenty of scope there with that. Uh, Right, okay. So Expedition Everest was on my list. I can't believe you just stole my Expedition Everest. So I am now going to head then to Hollywood Studios.
1: (gasps) This could be my one.
2: Am am I going to steal yours? I am going. I'm going Toy Story Mania.
1: Oh, no, it's fine.
2: Oh, that's fine. That's okay. (laughs) I'm going Toy Story Mania because, again, it's another one of these attractions in which um, there isn't a huge amount that you can take part in, and the queues can be massive. Yes, I know we've Mm. got the uh, Potato Head Barker and that sort of stuff at points in it, and that's absolutely fine, and that's brilliant. But the issue I have is that for a lot of the time there's just stuff that you can't play with. And because you can't, people have started to... Pick at things and pull paint off things and all that sort of stuff. And it'd be great to have some sort of computerised Etch-A-Sketch mm. maybe that you can stop and have a play um, with um, or some doodle boards and things like that that you can use your finger to draw things with and wipe it off. And Because there's a lot of drawings and stuff on the wall anyway. Mm. Or even... Um, you could have a giant keyboard on the floor. Yeah, well, I was about to say some games oh, as well. We're not trying giant keyboard but some games as well so you could have like versions of games that people could enjoy you could have a a tabletop version of chess or something with a, a flat screen or draughts or something you can move the fingers around and and play that sort of stuff and
0: mm-hmm.
2: kind of go for that idea um which would be quite cool um but i don't know whether there's enough space again in toy story mania for that to happen or uh or not but i i just find mm. that, that i think
1: the drawing wall is a very very good idea and obviously because that wouldn't take up any space no.
2: no no Except space for if people all.
1: started drawing naughty things on it see so, yeah, <laughs> no <problem with> that. <laughs> that's
2: true i didn't think <laughs> it's of...
1: teenagers like going that's not good
3: They've got that it's in, um, in Winnie the Pooh. They've got like a honey wall where yes, you can draw have. in the honey. Okay. Yes, they have, yes. <laughs> but the honey is flowing very fast and it erases your picture very quick.
2: Ah, uh, right. Well, that's the that way around it. We definitely that. Maybe it's got some preset thing where if it looks like you're about to draw something rude, then it quickly erases it, shakes it off. Like, you know, like you get with, um, with not that I've ever done this, but kids' alphabet toys where you, uh, you press buttons to sound out the letters and if it knows you're going to sound out a rude word, it doesn't finish it.
1: That's no fun. not that Don't i've you. ever see, the tried old, the old speaking spell used to spell out all kinds of yeah stuff. <laughs> well these new
2: ones you see harry's got a caterpillar thing that when you used to do it and you used to press it uh it never used to let you spell rude words you used to go ah, ah, or something like that and wouldn't let you do it not that i've of course tried it <laughs> and there's not there's people now who are no longer <laughs> listening to the show for the fact that they've just all disappeared off um yeah. and um And they're all now playing with Speaking Spells. Or if they're listening to it as a podcast, they've now all disappeared off and are now um, (laughs) trying it out at home. Yeah, (laughs) The Toys R Us podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We've had a uh, a message from uh, Disney Crazy 13 that says, I was trying to figure that out too, but I agree, think more rides should have them. I'm guessing I that's, think
3: that's alcohol. That's what the top is. Yes, I
2: think that's probably alcohol. I don't know. I'm very confused. But I'm sure that you've got a very good point. Uh right, okay. Um go on then, Kaz. You obviously got another one for um for Hollywood Studios. So what you got?
1: Mm-hmm. Tower of Terror.
2: Okay, go on then. I I know. because town, didn't it
1: does get like the queue can get massive, like, in the summer if you haven't got a fast Pass. But I just think um because it's the twilight zone and like freaky stuff happens. I just think it'd be a wicked opportunity to put some like freaky stuff. So like you said with um, pirates having like hidden buttons and stuff yeah. mm-hmm. and doing that or like some kind of detective what happened to the people inside and like really um, start the story from the moment you're like walking mm. through that archway.
2: Get apparitions and all that sort of stuff mm. with, with ghosts. You of people sort of, who... You could merge sort
3: of some of the effects that they had at the adventures club.
2: Oh, God, oh yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be quite good. I quite like mm. that idea.
3: We're quite well with the freaky sort of Tower of Terror
2: thing going on. Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. I like that idea. That'd be cool. So you're going to you're gonna add some apparitions and some, and some yeah, effects. And there's and a sort of stuff.
1: statue, um, I think, in the garden, and it'd be wicked to have her move. She looks like, it reminds me, because mm. I'm, I'm not a massive Doctor Who fan, but I know, is it oh, the Weeping Angels? Yeah, I love the Weeping Angels. and it reminded me a bit of that because I saw it on telly and I was like what and then when I was doing um, some picture stuff for an app I'm developing um, this was one of the pictures and I was like oh my god it's the thing from Doctor Who so it would be quite wicked if that, like, the head turned or something and the eyes opened that would
2: be awesome
3: (laughs) definitely I'm well up for that I just
2: followed you Um, Alan have you got
3: one more (laughs) yeah I've got one of the most overlooked attractions in the park and I think it should have an interactive queue go on Hall of Presidents.
2: Mm. Because okay, this is very left field. Go on, explain right. okay. yourself.
3: The Hall of Presidents, it's its an interesting show. It's all about history, etc. Yeah. And you can go in there and you could go and queue up for about, I don't know, about half an hour before the show starts yeah. up, yeah? So why not put an interactive queue that is based upon national treasure?
1: Oh, that would be fun. Okay.
3: Where you could go along, you could read the Declaration of Independence... It could reveal some clue to go and see another picture, so you can sort of link it up as a treasure hunt to get mm. some sort of thing.
1: That's cool. Yeah, that's quite
2: a cool
3: idea. And I'm, I'm surprised that they hadn't done any national treasure thing before because yeah. there was something mentioned a while ago at Epcot that we're going to do something. Um,
2: I believe the... there's a third film on its way, isn't
1: there? Hopefully, I hope so. <laughs> so that would
2: that would fit in quite nicely if there was.
3: Yeah. Because I, I personally, I like this sort of Indiana Jones style, I don't know, treasure hunt style film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would have liked a more, I don't know, a more secretive hidden thing for the Agent P that's going on at the moment. Yeah, yeah, But Agent P to me is to blatantly follow a linear path. Whereas I would like it to be that not everyone knows about it. No. You go in, you press a button, there's your, your personal thing turn up there you find your clue you then go to a painting of a guy that's riding a train or something and you then sort of have your own little treasure instead of 60 people standing behind you
2: hmm hmm I can't mm. okay I've come around you all present this idea my original reservation with that was because of the voices of liberty who I absolutely love
3: Oh, oh yes. and
2: I wouldn't want to take too much attention away from them because I could quite happily sit and listen to them for hours because they are absolutely awesome in fact I was listening to their album again today uh just thinking how amazing they are uh, and how stunning they are i have got yeah. a fourth one down here just because i, I knew someone was going to nick one of mine i've got rock and roller coaster down purely for the fact that they tried to do some bits and pieces before uh, i know they had sort of guitar hero and that sort of stuff and rock band mm. outside the entrance that seemed to work very very well so although it wasn't like an interactive queue as such it was more of an interactive holding area but there'd be some great stuff you know Kez will vouch for the fact that me and her are slightly addicted to um, those pub quiz games uh, which have <laughs> questions. Uh, we, at Mouse Meets this year we spent quite a bit of time shouting at the moments of eggheads because they were silly. Um, <laughs> but you could have some sort of like music quiz and pub quiz style music quizzes mm. as you're going through with the touchscreen stuff. and You know you could even do it so you'd like win a fast pass for something which would be quite cool. I don't oh, know. But be- That's just me going a bit pub quiz style. I don't know. But I just think that'd be quite cool as well. Um, It'd be quite nice to see something a little bit different. But there you go. That's, that's my idea anyway. And uh, do you know what? I can't believe it. We are lit- we are genuinely at the end of the show. We oh, are there. I, I, you know, it always comes around so quickly. We spend right. ages waffling on about utter rubbish. And then we actually get to <laughs> it. And we've run out of time to actually talk about anything sensible. So uh, it's about time for this. Because as I said, it is January, the end of the show. And uh, thank you once again for joining us. Want to thank our sponsors, TouringPlans.com. You head over to their TouringPlans.com, and you can check out all of their touring plans to get, save yourself up to four hours a day queuing for attractions. Also, they've got their lines app, so you can find out what sort sort of queue the attractions are at, and also when fast passes are like to run out, and their crowd calendar, which tells you exactly when um, uh, when the really really busy days are and of course with the wi-fi in the parks now it's gonna be so much easier for you to check those out while you're in there without running up those horrendous data bills if you're from the uk we also thank our uh, our sponsor attraction tickets direct attraction hyphen tickets hyphen go and get your attractions uh, tickets there not just for disney but for all the parks as well and i thank kez for joining me thank you kez Hi, guys and thank you alan no probs. thanks for joining us well me yeah. Oh, okay. right on the Alan Hooper show. Uh, on the Alan, <laughs> thank you for joining us on the Alan Hooper show. Love it. Thank you. Do you want to plug your show? Um, which one? Well, whichever one you want to plug this week, Phil. Um, to... the Carousel. Yeah, go on. Do Carousel.
3: Yeah, we'll do the uh, Carousel of Podcast, which is um, basically loosely based on the Carousel of Progress. It's, there you go. Um, Talks about random Disney topics. Used to be themed, but we've uh, mixed it up a bit.
2: Well, the theme didn't work. No, not really. Um, it was a lot so of hard work. <laughs> the carousel. <laughs> of uh projects uh which you can go and enjoy all of that over there uh, also don't forget you can check out all of the great stuff that we do uh, you can go to DisneyBrit.com for all your latest news and rumors you've got orlando sky radio for all your other orlando bits and pieces as well we've also got iron orlando which is on every sunday evening you can check that out that's at 5 p.m eastern 10 p.m uk time and of course the craig the console show that's on at 9 p.m eastern that's Uh, 9pm UK time sorry 4pm Eastern you can of course email us podcast at disneybrit.com you can check our Twitter at disneybrit and you can go onto Facebook and join all the wonderful things there there's our YouTube channel goodness me there is so much stuff it is untrue but that is it for two weeks for us because next week it is the Disney Island Discs radio show where we are heading I believe and I can tell you right now we are heading to the Animal Kingdom on our tour of the music from around the different parks and as I say, that is pretty much it. Other than to tell you, the next show is going to be live on London Sky Radio on Monday, the 8th of October. And that's pretty much it. So until then, we'll see you.